Hey y'all, good evening. This is another episode of This is 30. It's a Friday evening. Thank you so much for joining me. I'm Alicia, your beautiful host, and I'm actually excited to do this episode today. This is one of the more serious episodes, so, you know, my tone is a little calmed down because I do have some really good talking points to share with you this evening. So, all through season four on Speak Your Tooth podcast, people wanted to know if I was dating, who I'm dating, how is it going, and I pretty much kept my lips sealed very tightly so I didn't need anybody to know my business so with that being said the answer is yes I have um, opened up my life to audition potential life mates and what is it going to be like sharing my life with someone so stay tuned I have some tips some do's some don'ts and much much more in this episode So first things first, I wasn't looking for a relationship, Um, you know, I had a few prospects already, but I didn't want to, you know, decide one day to pick up the phone and call them and say, hey, I'm kind of ready to date now. Like, no, I wanted things to happen organically and I wanted someone to find me. You hear that all the time, like, let it come to you, don't go looking for it. So I did. And... You know, met a few people, and because of COVID-19, it was extremely difficult getting to see someone in person. So having lots of conversations on the phone, I would say is very beneficial to getting to know someone. And as much as we hate first dates, I mean, it is an interview. Like, you need to not come to the table necessarily with marriage in your hand. Like, you know, I'm, I'm all about marriage, and if you're not about, like, no. You can have that in the back of your mind, but on the first day, I would say, you know, pull back a little bit and really try to get to know this person and see where their mind is and ask some of those open-ended questions to get you some of the answers you want. So if he's alluding to long-term relationships or building a life together or, you know, if he hints at some of those things, then I would definitely say, Um, he's probably a man that wants to get married eventually down the line. So I think that's kind of the first step where women think they have to, you know, bring all of their huge deal breakers to the table on day one. And it's like, dang, like I, I ain't even asked your last name yet. And you come in with the deal breakers. Like, I really think a first date is supposed to be a low key pressure off type of deal. So that's why, um, I really like to go get coffee on the first date and a lot of people be like girl what no I like to take as much pressure off as possible it takes the pressure off of what you're gonna wear your makeup how you're gonna do your hair you focus on all the superficial stuff when you really should be focused on your feeling in the moment like it feels good somebody wants to go out on a date with you Um, and a low-key date at that so I would say that a low-key date really helps take some of the pressure off and we have that expectation in our head like he better pull out our chair he better open our door um he better pay for my food um 
Oh, I'm sorry, y'all. If y'all hear cars going by, I'm recording this episode outside because it's beautiful. But anywho, um, we have those expectations in our head. We're even going to judge a man right out of the gate if he takes us to the wrong restaurant. Like if he pulls up to a Cheddar's or an Applebee's on the first date, some women will cancel him out right after that, which isn't fair in my mind. So that's why I like to go low-key dates first. Starbucks is a mutual place. I mean, it's coffee. You can chat. It's pastries. So it is just super, super low key. And you don't feel obligated to to stay very long either. Or maybe you will. Maybe the conversation and the music gets a vibe and just right. And you stay there and you talk all night, you know. So I think with kind of like a grand gesture date and coming with flowers and all of that, I think that stuff is kind of staged. But hey, to each woman its own, you know, it works very well for me. Um, I also, and here's something that's going to kick me to the other side of the fortitude of womanhood, but whatever. I really don't think that women should place huge pressure on a man to pay for their date. And I, and I guess depending on the circumstances, but I know some women who will friends on a man because they don't want to pay for their date for their food. It's like, you invited me to go out and you want to go Dutch? And it's like, I see it like this. I see that, you know, men, they have to pay for everything. So one, yes, you better have some money in your pocket. But they're coming in. They don't know if they're going to like you. They don't know if you guys are going to vibe together. So they're taking a risk. And most often men take a huge loss after paying for a woman's food. And then, you know, she ghosts him. Like, I would be pissed too. Like, damn, I spent $200 on this dinner and I, don't, I ain't even get to get this girl number. Like, I would be mad too. So I'm like, I really kind of don't see a problem with going Dutch on the first, you know, date. However... I know that um, coffee, you know, somebody may or may not get there first. Maybe he'll offer to pay for your coffee, like, you know, it, or you pay for your own coffee. I don't know. I just really feel like um, it's not fair that men get friend zoned if they don't want to pay for your food or if they want to go Dutch. It's just my opinion. You know, some women say, uh-uh, I'm never going out with a man who don't do that you got to pay for my food and I used to be that way too but then I got older and I realized people have bills too I have bills too how would I feel if I'm paying for somebody's food and I keep getting ghosted like you know it's a free meal to some women honestly they just go out because they need something to eat so cut the fellas some slack um so that's been working well for me going on coffee dates you know it's taking that pressure off and talking on the phone a lot. I love talking on the phone. I'm an old school girl. I grew up with the house phone and I had a phone in my room. I love, love, love talking on the phone. And if you're a good communicator, it's not going to be hard for that person to reciprocate back to you. And that's one of the things I look for in a man is someone who knows how to express their feelings, someone who can articulate and someone who can keep up with me in the conversation. You know, that that's very important in dating to me is being able to communicate things so that's worked very well um being open being honest and I've learned that if you're feeling something say it in the moment uh I used to be 
a very good practicer and executor of passive aggression. And, it, and it's just petty. It wastes everybody's time. And with 2020 playing so unfair, I'm honest and I'm telling people whether I'm feeling them or whether, you know, no, no or not, I think this would work. So I've done people a lot of favors and I'm sparing them from leading them on and sending one word text messages like, why, we, why do we have the energy for that? We don't have the energy, nor do we have the time for that. I'm working three jobs and I have a small business. I don't have time to string somebody along. So I'm telling people like, hey, you know, I think you're a really nice guy, but, you know, I just don't feel the vibe there between us and you know I never say I think we should be friends because obviously I have no purpose talking to you no more (laughs) it didn't work out you know but I just kind of leave it at that like I don't think this is going to work out you're a very nice person some of them understood like like oh okay like oh no problem sweetie you know take care and all of that some of them be salty like what you mean and what does that mean and yeah so you're gonna deal with that but some truth hurts and it's like i say in 2020 ladies it's time to grow up start being honest like stop stringing these men along in your phones you know they text you and maybe you post something on snapchat they come snapchat you like they they see they seeing you posting so they know you are alive and well and you're ignoring them it's not fair um that really can hurt someone's self-esteem so just Put on your big girl panties, start being honest with these men or these women that you're dating and telling them that you're not feeling them right off the bat. For those you are feeling, this goes on the other side. Tell them that you're feeling them. We are too old to hold these things in because of somebody's made up timeline. No, if you are really feeling that person, tell them like, hey, your vibe is really dope. Like, I'm really digging your vibe. Like, I I really love your conversation. I say these things like if I'm digging the conversation, like is we just on cloud nine. I'm like, you know, you a, you a dope ass vibe. Like you real cool to talk to compliments like that. You know, like women, why don't why don't we do that? Why haven't we been doing that? We would just hold it all inside and pray that they 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 read our thoughts somehow and get into our head and know that we're feeling them. And it's like, no, let's be honest in 2020. Tell the man how you feeling, too. If it's a dope conversation, tell them that. If you're having the, a great time on a date, tell them that. If you're enjoying being in their presence, tell them that, okay? Like, just open up that communication. That that has been a really, um, I would say, a turning point for me with dating because it relieves headaches, irrit- irritation. You got people that's just you don't want to talk to anymore and they still FaceTime you. So um, if you be honest, none of that is going to happen. Um, another thing I would definitely say that has been helping me to find some success in dating, um, is when you kind of do get to maybe like that fifth-ish month, you know, and things are going really steady. Um, you're still not exclusive yet. You, you know, you don't want to count all your eggs before they hatch. I would definitely recommend dating a person one full year, one full evolution around the sun. So you can see this person in every season. You want to see them in summer, winter, spring and fall. They may be your cuddle bay in the winter. Summer comes around, they act a damn fool. You know, you want to see how this person interacts with people. You want to see how this person acts when they're hungry, when they're sad, when they're upset. You want to see how this person acts when they lose their keys. You want to see if they handle their business like they need to. You want to see if this person is trust trustworthy, loyal, 
you you really need to take your time dating. There's no rush to be exclusive and to run and jump the broom. Ladies, take your time. This is an investment of your time. If you think you're going to marry this person, you need to invest a lot of time of getting to know them and having them getting to know you on that very intimate level as well. Um, so I say all of that to say, take your time, but still, you know, don't count all your eggs before they hatch, but you can still be forthcoming. But back to my other point, when you get to that fifth or sixth month of dating, um, or whatever works best for you, you know, you and your couple, this isn't like a absolute guide to dating. These are things that just worked for me. This is when I bring up the deal breakers or the potential deal breakers it's like you you just you end just amount of time where you may think you're start to de- develop some feelings or you're talking to this person all the time or you're really feeling this person and it's like okay you got to kind of get these bombs out on the table before you know both of y'all kind of waste y'all time so in this you know whether you want to have kids or not, whether you want to remain in the same state, you know, I plan on moving and leaving Milwaukee soon. So I'm like, hey, I I really don't plan on being here. And, you know, if you can't accept that, I think it would be unfair for me to date you, yada, yada, yada. Um, I don't wish to have any more children. And for some men who don't have kids, that's a very big deal. They want a kid. And it would, you know, I have mine. So it's kind of like unfair to them. And, you know, that causes a point of contention in a relationship, you know, that's why Jeannie Mai and her husband divorced. He wanted a kid and she didn't. Um, you can tell, hopefully you haven't had sex yet. I'll get to that in a minute. But, you know, if you have any major um, health issues that may prohibit you from having sex or if you have religious beliefs about having sex, if you're celibate or, you know, if you're waiting till you get married, some of these kind of really big things or telling them if you're a Republican. <laughs> so some of these really, really big conversations need to be told within the first few months of your dating um, because you want to not necessarily give that person an out but you want to give that person the autonomy to make the decision to want to be there for you or not now depending on what your situation is if you're if they leave they probably was gonna leave anyway or they're shallow or they just weren't the person for you so I would definitely say any deal breakers or potential deal breakers that you may have bring them to the table within like the fourth or fifth month have a discussion about those things and then you can decide there if you want to continue dating this person so that's worked well very well for me very very well and I don't have a lot of huge deal breakers um but the not having any more children is one of them and a lot of the men that have come to me um to try to date me and pursue a relationship with me did not have any children so I'm like you know it's unfair to you so you might want to find a woman who also does not have a child so because honey baby ain't no more kids coming out of this fun factory okay um, last tip I have, sex, 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 everything is sex. Um, I definitely recommend Now I don't know how hard some of this is for you. And I know this is going to sound vastly different from, you know, speak your truth podcast, but that's single Alicia, you know, this is learning how to date properly, Alicia, but I would say do not, do not have sex, at least not right away um because I think when the foundation starts 
on something just physical and then you kind of ignore some of those things some of those small things and when you finally get to know the person you're like damn I don't really like this person at all I think showing up as you and only you and if that vibe is there without touching each other and having sex with each other work on that that's called intimacy right there so like that song that Wale made where it's like is it bad you know I never made love but I sure know how to fuck that's what that means okay intimacy learning each other you know just having the smallest touch making you want to mail reading a book out loud together doing activities together um writing things down on post-it notes that you like about each other things like that like really getting to know the person sex aside that's so hard for so many people to do and people get angry and leave and it's like oh y'all want to have sex like what you know and it's like be there and be present for each other mentally first and then introduce sex as your as the relationship is ready um there's been times where i've been dating people i didn't have sex for a full year because I I really want to really get to know you and it's like if I want to have sex I got toys for that (laughs) you know or I got you know you got other people for that because technically you aren't exclusive you're just dating you know um and I'm like that's a whole crazy thing in itself there there's no set rules on well if you're dating can you still sleep with other people or is it exclusive do what works best for y'all i mean there are just so many contingencies and gray areas in this new dating world that's when those conversations come in it's like if you're feeling something open up your mouth and say it and it's like hey you know i want us to see each other and nobody else like you have to say those things and define those things and be very clear on them we don't need no entanglements <laughs> we don't need no situationships like we're grown-ups here if you are looking for a life partner um if you feel like you're mature which i did i feel like i was ready i worked on myself i went to therapy i prayed i'm solid in who i am um, i'm very firm with what i want what i don't want i'm very in tune with who i am so i felt like um it was time for me to open up my life to the possibility of a relationship and I'm not looking for a relationship to completely more so you know multiply my happiness quotient make me grow exponentially like continue pushing me and holding me accountable and cheering for me and loving me even when I make you mad like that's that's what I'm looking for actual companionship not completion there's a difference too many pick me women out there thinking that cooking and cleaning really holds on to a man and they're looking to complete somebody Uh uh-uh, that's not what I'm doing <laughs> even if I don't know how to cook a man is supposed to love every inch and being of you he's supposed to love things you can't do and things you can do so um and this goes for those of you who are trashing Cardi B saying that that divorce was her fault when he was a trash husband from the start so you know we really have to stick together ladies and stop bashing each other but you pick me's out there you really need to work on yourself more and analyze why you have those 1950s thoughts you know because those women in the 1950s were still getting cheated on but they were getting taught the narrative that you stick by your husband no matter what you even hear it in some of the songs from back in the day we're not doing that anymore okay (laughs) No more, no more of that. We are not our grandmas and our great grandmas. Um, 
So that's all I have. Um, I've been seeing a lot of Facebook messages of people saying, I've been single 10 years. I don't know how to date. I think the problem is me. And I would say it probably is. Um, Ladies, we kind of are on a high horse and some of us do not need to be. And I really think um, it's not lowering your standards or anything, but it's like, check yourself. You know, you do... Why are you, you know, so heavily dependent on a man to take you out and buy your food? Is it because you buy into chivalry? You know, why not take some of the pressure off of that first date? What's wrong with that? Think about why you wouldn't want to have a real conversation in the coffee house instead of having him put on this facade and try to impress you in an expensive restaurant. You know, like that. I really think we need to rethink how we date in 2020. And moving forward. That's just, you know, my tip that I'm going to leave you to think with. I always do welcome your feedback. So if you have any feedback about this episode, you can shoot me a DM on Facebook or Instagram at Speak Your Truth Podcast. Or you can email me at speakyourtruth at iamalisha.net. But I really want y'all to think if you're single. So not if you're married. If you're married and happy, yes. But if you're single and if you're somebody that is looking for companionship, you know, if you're not out of that, I'm single forever phase, you know, listen to this when you're ready to date. But for those of you who are ready to date and are exploring the possibility of adding someone to your life, really think about some of these tips and try to implement them as as best as you can. And I think it really will change the trajectory of your dating situations. Um, So let me know how it goes. I always love to hear. But until next time, this is 30. I'm Alicia, your beautiful host. Happy dating. And please take care, be safe and be well. This is 2020. y'all. So make sure you love on each other. Tell people you appreciate them love yourselves and just really live your life to the fullest like climb down you know you're probably having bad luck with dating because you're stuck in this this old cycle this old pattern but shake it up a little bit take a risk take a different path and maybe you'll get some different results but check me uh check me out on instagram facebook like i said before check out my website i am alicia.net catch me next week for another episode of this is 30 see you